Good morning and welcome on this Friday morning to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today we're going to continue our study on the day of Pentecost, the giving of the law, uh, which would be from the Old Testament, the, the Feast of Weeks. And we've learned quite a bit, we've covered quite a bit of material, and we're going to continue doing some comparisons and some uh, contrasts. So, starting in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 3, verse 7, some of this stuff we've read before, but we just want to add some new things to it. But if the ministration of death written and engraved in, in stone was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away how shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? And that is absolutely true. If that which was written in stone was tremendous, can you imagine that which is written and engraven in the hearts of men by the Spirit of God? It turns out from the book of Exodus, chapter 32, verse 15, And Moses turned and went down from the mountain, and the two tablets of testimony were in his hands. And the tables were written on both their sides. And on one side and the other they were written. Verse 16. And the tables were the work of God. And the writing was the writing of God. Engraven on the tables of stone. If that is true, then the work of God is the work of God which is done by the Spirit of God, when a man or a woman, when an individual comes to Christ and he engraves in their heart the tablets of his word in the very individual as they are born again according to that which is, that which is written in Jeremiah. It says in Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-one, Behold, the day come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Behold, <clears throat> not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers, in which day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke. Although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this shall be my covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law in their inward parts. And write it in their hearts. And I will be their God. And they shall be my people. So we have the comparison here. That which took place on Mount Sinai. That which took place on the day of Pentecost was taking place all over again. But this time, the finger of God was writing in the hearts and the tablets of hearts of men. It says in Ephesians in chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, For he is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition, talking about the Jews and the Gentiles, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments, 
contained in the ordinances for to make in himself of two or twine one new man so making peace and that he reconciled both unto God in one body by the cross having slain the enmity thereby and once again the importance of the work of the holy spirit in john 14:17 even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but you know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you now this was before jesus was crucified and resurrected that he gave this to his disciples he says in verse 20 of john chapter 14 at that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Verse 23, And Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. As we continue doing our comparisons of the New Testament and the Old Testament, let's look at the Old Testament in a little bit of what took place on the day of Pentecost, kind of similarly taking place in the time of Solomon on the dedication of the temple. We've also mentioned before the thing which has been is the thing which shall be again. It says in the book of Acts, in chapter 1, verse 15, and in those days Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, The number of the names together were about a hundred and twenty of them. Okay, there's the key. There's about a hundred and twenty of them. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, another key. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. There's another key. And there appeared cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. According to Second Chronicles chapter 5, verse 17, here is a comparison. And the Levites which were the singers, all of them of Asheph, of Heman, of Judith, and their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalm tree and, and harps, stood at the east end of the altar with them a hundred and twenty priests, Sounding with trumpets. Of course, in the New Testament, they were sounding with new tongues. And it came to pass, as the trumpeters and the singers were as one, once again, and they were all in one accord, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets, and the cymbals, and the instruments of music, and praise the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, 
even the house of the Lord. In the New Testament, it was a little place where they were all gathered. It was filled with the presence of God. Here, it was filled with the presence of God in the form of a cloud. It says in verse 14, So the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. And of course, the New Testament, they accused the apostles and the disciples that were filled on that day of being drunk. Drunk with new wine, which they were not, but they were literally drunk in the spirit. And they were able to stand to a degree and be able to bring the gospel message. But it's interesting that it was 120 gathered in the upper room and 120 that are gathered here as priests. And of course, when they were saved and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and everything, they became priests unto God, not out of the tribe of Levi, but now they were priests unto God out of the tribe of Judah. Basically because that is the tribe from which they were all saved and born again through Jesus. So it's interesting to just consider some of these things. And since it is a devotional, and it is a time of opportunity and meditation and study, consider it. There may be some revelation that the Lord may unveil to someone's heart as you hear and you listen to this. Just listen to God speak to your heart. Let Him teach you by His Spirit. You can hear the words that I speak, but hear the words that He speaks even more importantly. Until then, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Until we meet again on Saturday morning, in the name of the Lord, be richly blessed. Amen and amen.